Hello there, and welcome to the first in a series of podcasts from Maverick. I hope you're all feeling well and safe, and that you enjoy this first episode. My name is Jim Fitton, I'm the Head of Solutions and Services here at Maverick, and I'm your host today. Each quarter I'll take you behind the scenes of what's going on here at TD Synex Maverick, sharing our thoughts and insights on what's new in the industry, trying to keep you up to date so when you talk to your customers, reinforces your position as the trusted partner of choice. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Mark Glasspool, who's our newly appointed Senior Director for Maverick UK and Ireland. Mark and I are going to be sharing our views and a post-analysis of this year's ISE 2023. For those who are new to the industry, ISE, or Integrated Systems Europe, is the world's largest dedicated AV show. For the last two years, the show's been located in the beautiful city of Barcelona. I've been fortunate, I keep telling myself fortunate, to attend many of these ISEs uh, from my first one back in 2007 when it was in Amsterdam and it was always horribly cold. Barcelona is a definite upgrade. Mark, you've been with us in Maverick now for just over a couple of months. For those of us who don't know you, who haven't met you, you're not new to TD Cinex. Um, How long have you been with the firm? So uh, thanks for the intro, Jim. Um, Delightful as always. Um, I've um, I've been with TD Cinex now for... About 23 years. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Not not a newcomer. Um, I actually joined on a graduate program back in 2000 um, as an Apple ISE. Um, and I've kind of moved my way around uh, the UK business. And then I did about two and a half years in a European role as well uh, before moving back about seven or eight years ago now. Um, most recently prior to uh, this role, I was, I was running our retail business um, and then subsequently moved over and was uh, setting up and running the services business for the UK and Ireland and then finally into the, uh, into the Maverick uh, business at the beginning of December last year. Wow, I mean, that's quite some resume within, within this business. Um, and actually, that's great to see that even today there's the opportunity for progression um, from people coming right into uh, a huge business like... TD Synex and, and moving through and growing and diversifying. That's really encouraging when I look at some of the, the younger people that come into our business. Yeah, I mean, I have to say the, um, the, the opportunities is, is, is the primary reason why, why 23 years later I'm, I'm kind of still here, to be honest with you. It's, it's a great business, great culture, but also the, uh, the opportunities to progress have been fantastic. So, yeah, uh, but, but delighted to be a maverick, to be honest, delighted. Well, um, that's it, using the word opportunity there. What... What made you come over to Maverick? What, what, you know, what, what attracted you to us? It, you know, it's, it's always been something that uh, for years I've, I've kind of looked at. Um, it's, as you know, whilst part of TD Cinex, it's a, it's a business in its own right. You know, it, it, it's, um, it's one of the only areas of the business where uh, you have the opportunity to, to kind of to, to lead an entire organisation as opposed to kind of just the front, o- front office element of an organisation. Um, I think there's lots of value uh, we add as, as a Maverick team and you know subsequently it was quite an attractive uh, proposition for me. I also think that we're, we've got lots of opportunities uh, as a Maverick organisation to, to continue to do what we do just a bit bigger and a bit better and that plays really into my kind of core I'd like to say core strengths but certainly core desires around business development and customer orientation which I think will hopefully 
progress uh, the Maverick organisation um, in the UK. That's certainly my goal, and and you know I, I'm hopeful that we can we can start that. Well, I'm still hopeful we've already started that journey. I should probably say that's great. I mean, certainly from looking from within the business, Maverick, we do things slightly differently. Yes. We we stand out, shall we say? Um, so. Thank you for that brief intro. I'm going to try and learn a little bit more about you now, if that's okay. So I've got some, some, some questions that voted for by people from in our team. Um, Fantastic. That I'd like to know <laughs> a little bit more about you. So question number one, if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Well, that's a, that's a great question. Um, so I, I, I'm a big sports fan. Um, so my, my first choice would definitely be um, Martin Johnson. And for those who don't know Martin Johnson, he was the uh, England Rugby World Cup captain when they won the World Cup back in 2003. Um, he was, you know, he's always been kind of an epitome of, of kind of leadership, um, of passion. Um, and, you know, he's, he's, he's someone that I feel is a real role model um, for lots of people. And certainly for me, that, that, was, that was very true. Um, Probably a similar vein, um, but you know, slightly more, possibly slightly more passionate, um, slightly more uh, it's assertive. I'll use the word. I'll use the <laughs> word assertive. Um, would be Duncan Ferguson. So I'm an Everton football fan uh, from for my sins, and certainly that's not not a great thing to be at the moment. But um, but he, you know, over back over the years, again, he was uh, he was an Everton player. He's he's super passionate about the club. You know, always led with his heart on his sleeve um, and always gave 100%. And, you know, that, again, for me, was a kind of uh, a real role model. And then lastly, um, I'd probably move away from sport and um, move into a different area. And I'm going to give you a name and see if you this has you any idea who this person is. Um, so Adam Duritz uh, would, be my, would be my third Blank um, face on that one. Blank yeah. face. So he is, was and still is actually, the uh, front man for Counting Crows, uh, the rock band uh, from America. Yes. Um, and whilst probably not always a household name, they were kind of my favourite band when I was growing up in the 90s and some great songs which I would still listen to today and kind of really kind of bring back memories and, and stuff yeah. for me. So... Um, I, I'd love to kind of get some insights into what went into those songs, but but also you know I, I love a I love a sing. So at the end yeah. of the night, um, you know, hopefully we could uh, have a little bit of a duet as well. So uh, I'm trying to think. Films about ghosts. Is yes, that, that's, that's, that is that is one of their albums. That, yes, yes, yes. I, I do have that album. Yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. at home. That goes on fairly regularly. Actually, it's one of those. It definitely gets you up and going. Yeah, yeah. Great, and, and you know, great music. I, I've seen them live a few times and. Um, yeah, they're definitely someone that um, that I would, would love to spend a bit of time with. Excellent. Oh, thanks for that. And for the benefit of balance, um, there are other struggling football teams available other than Everton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, Mark. Um, so another another question that I've, I've... Let's be honest, I've heard this question asked before. Yes. And well, it's one of those I'm things nervous. that I've, I've never thought about myself. Yeah. Um, and maybe now I maybe should have done... Who would you like to play you in the movie of Mark Glasspool? Oh, that's a that's a great question. Um, I mean, I would absolutely love to say. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I would love to say Brad Pitt, 
But I feel like that would be big. You can wi- say Mark wildly Blackpen ambi- like. <laughs> wildly <laughs> ambitious. So I'll be slightly, I'll be ambitious still, but I'll be slightly less <laughs> ambitious. And I'll say, um, I'll say Jack Black. Um, oh, love it. So, yes. um, you know, again, lots of things I, I, I would kind of, I, I, I personally feel about myself. You know, he's, he's very, um, he's very out, but he's very lively. He's very out there. He loves to sing, although he's a better singer than me for a, by a long way. And you know, and and he and he definitely does a lot of what he does with humour. And um, mm. you know, you, you've worked with me for a couple of months now. I try not to take anything too seriously because um, uh, because you know, life's serious enough anyway. Yes, Jack Black. I love that. That's off the wall, but actually, I can see that. I can yeah. see where you're going with that. Cool. That, I like that. That's very good. Again. Stick that in the back in the in the memory banks, and we'll bring that up at some point <laughs> and remind you of that. <laughs> uh, so let's let's jump back to the the subject of of this podcast, which is is ISE and our takeaway from ISE. Obviously, this is your your first ISE with Maverick, our first ISE ever as an attendee yeah, or right. exhibitor. Um, so maybe a bit of an unfair question, but you know, that's why you're in the management role. You get the tough questions. Why is ISE such an important show for us? Actually, it's it's something that probably if you'd asked me two weeks ago prior to ISE, I I possibly wouldn't have been able to answer that. But but I think being at ISE last week, um, I I would say that Maverick as an organisation were... It's it's, it's so important to us because it epitomises everything we do as a as a as a company, you know, we um, and obviously we can talk about some specifics, but but generally speaking, you know, there's a huge presence from Maverick. They they stand out for all the right reasons, you know. It's um, <laughs> for, it might be the tiki shirts, you know. Uh, Definitely anyway, the tiki shirts help. The, yes. uh, you know, so you always know when you're in the presence of someone from Maverick. But but certainly, you know, that everything looks professional. It looks tidy. It looks great. But it also looks really good fun. And it looks just a bit different. And I think that's synonymous with Maverick for me. And, and that's why I think it's so important that, you know, IC is on the calendar for us. It, you're absolutely right. We do, we do stand out in a sea of black and white, very corporate square exhibition booths. Um, and you're right, the tiki shirts, you can spot someone the other end of the hall. Yeah. Um, and I, I believe once or twice in the evenings, you would see people out in nightclubs in Maverick shirts as... Always that little fun bit. I, I believe so, yes. <laughs> one, or two, one or two photographs circulating. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we've mentioned that we stand out because we visually were different. Our presence in the, in, in the, in the exhibition hall, um, our unique way of greeting people onto the, onto the booth. Hola, you know, jumps out. What's different? What's going on here? This guy in a tiki shirt outside this ski lodge in the middle of Barcelona in the show. So we definitely stand out and grab people in. Once we get them to come and talk to us, what's different there? Or what do we do that's, that's different from the, the guy next door who's got a, you know, a white square booth? Yeah, again, you know, this was a, this was a new experience for me. Um, the, the, what, what I'll lovingly refer to as the journey, um, you know, I think... It's easy to talk about an individual product and what that product does, and so some, there were some fantastic products, you know, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll probably touch on a few of those products. But but actually, the journey 
the, the, the Maverick uh, journeyman, the Maverick team, were able to take our uh, customers and end users through was fantastic. You know, it was a day in the life of a hybrid worker and every interaction you saw with the technology with the um, was all about um, all about maximizing the outcomes for us as, as individuals, making our lives easier uh, and actually seeing that journey and seeing how the tech helps that journey and influences that journey. Uh, was 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 really fascinating, and I, and and I think again fairly unique based on my experience of of the other stands uh, last week. As I said, there was some fantastic tech, but actually that journey experience was was a was a really interesting and unique one. You're right. That's uh, that's something we do differently. Uh, when you look at most exhibition stands, it's it's vendor focused, um, and our our stand we had I think about thirty different vendors showcased on our stand across 20 installations uh five led walls in there um 30 plus uh displays or flat panels um and one of our um one of our other recent uh maverick members i'm trying to think it's probably a clever word mavericonians i don't know um new members to maverick who's come recently from an installation uh background said we what we did on the run-up to that show was equivalent to almost a month's work for most installation companies and, and we put that together over three or four days before the show and and put 20 working systems from 30 different vendors on one booth lots of different uh, experiences lots of different technology to interact with and as you say some of it very day in day out so uh, an example as you walked onto our onto our booth there's a uh, a mock-up of a, of a coffee shop um, and we see that every day. We all go to coffee shops or you know, fast serve restaurants and there's signage everywhere. And we almost take it for granted. But asking people just to stop a moment, think about that and understand what's behind it, how it perhaps how it works, but also what it does for us um, as, a, as a user, uh, as a consumer of that technology, but also at the back end, what, uh, what insights uh, people can gather from how we use that technology. And that was a really big focus on, on, on the booth uh, was we took people on that journey. We showed them how technology impacts their lives and their working life uh, and their business every day. But also we started to introduce how we can use the technology and the information it can give us at the back end to understand how people are actually using it and how the, we can best uh, use it going forward. I... I used to work uh, many years ago for a, a vendor manufacturer, and and we had some quite early, some granular, gra very granular insight into into technology at that point. And we would talk to educators um, when we were designing lecture theatres, and we'd say, "Okay, so what do you actually need to do in this room? What, how do you need to present to people? What sort of technologies do you use?" And the information they give us was what they believed was true. Was, was their truth about the technology or how they worked. And then we'd come back six months later and run the data and say, actually, you know, you, you never used that feature that you, you thought you needed. But actually, you never pressed that button. You never did that. Um, and so when we look at it six months later to plan the next year's installations, we'd look at that data and say, actually, this is what we're going to do. This is, this is where you need to invest, not where you think you need to invest. And that was really powerful, even at a, a classroom level, 
imagine when we take that and we expand expand it rather across a whole retail environment or um, a multinational business. Um, that was really interesting. Uh, I say as we walked around the booth, we'd gather data on on the people, on the people and the technology and how things were being used, and then we present that to them. Almost the last thing we showed them were those data dashboards. What did you take away from that? Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. The uh, couple of couple of things actually on, on what you were saying there. Firstly, and this is a slight side point, we need to probably make sure that the um, the, the the tech is not too realistic. Because unfortunately, in the coffee sh- in the coffee shop, yes. we we did end up with someone putting the credit card into our display um, to to try and order themselves a coffee, which was entertaining. But unfortunately, there was no means of getting the credit card back out of the slot. So that was um, that was that was, in the, the, that was amusing. That was the amusing. last hour of the last day of um, the show. Yes, but 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 I think the you know the analytics that that part you're mentioning there towards the end, I think it was probably this time we. I don't know about you, but the, the, the customers, the, the vendors, the, uh, the the anyone who was at the show really, the, the most time I spent with people around our booth was was kind of was on the analytics side, um, talking about what they could learn, how they could use that data, how they could how it could help influence decisions, you know, make smarter business decisions, but also you know encourage customer purchases or upsells or, or whatever that might be. So, and even ordering when, you know, stock wasn't available, for example, in the retail environment. So, f- fantastic. And actually, you know, if we think about ISE more holistically, that was pretty um, pretty well represented throughout the show, actually, the kind of IoT, the analytics. I feel like, um, you know, it was, it was probably one of my biggest takeaways generally, as well as, you know, what, what, what I feel we as Maverick did did really well so um yeah that that big big thing jim i think um you know probably the next step for all of us is how do we how do we build propositions go to markets that are using that data to make smarter decisions rather than just figure out how we capture the data that's it there's a whole piece of work in in filtering that data analyzing it and then prevent presenting some actionable uh work and processes off the back of that that we yeah. can show some value to it so the show is it's it's it's, it's a showcase of of technology um so we say we showed people lots of things they can do that art of the possible uh but people are people go to these shows and they're looking for the next big wow um now i'm i'm not sure i saw a, some big wows there's definitely some evolution yeah. Um, at the show, as, a, as opposed to Revolution, there was an awful lot of, of large LED. Um, there was an awful lot of UC, VC type technologies. Uh, say so nothing that really jumped out as super new, but I think some in, in improvements and enhancements, uh, definitely. Um, one of the hot topics or one of the things that we saw on quite a few of the booths there was the adoption of the 21 by 9 ratio displays for primarily for, for Microsoft front row to suit that that team's layout. Um, we saw that, we demonstrated that at last IHC using projection. Yeah. Um, which definitely presented the concept well, but isn't always the easiest way to deploy it in a corporate um, solution. Uh, more and more ways to, to bring that uh, to business, I think, was one of the things that we saw there. Yeah, uh, you're right. I think um, 
every second or third stand was, was presenting a 21 by nine um, solution. Um, and, and there's some great, obviously some fantastic tech out there. You know, we, we have some offerings, uh, but, but equally, you know, there, there, are, there, are, there are lots out there. The utilization on the front row piece, it, it does make it a lot slicker, a lot cleaner uh, when you're using uh, the 21 by nine uh, products. Um, in terms of other takeaways, you know, big kind of observations, and, and you are right, the, um, you know, there wasn't any kind of brand new world changing tech this year, I don't think, unless I missed it, I mean, it's, it's possible, but, um, but also the, the, the multi-camera solutions <coughs> were, were fantastic. You know, again, it's all about that kind of meeting equity and, you know, all, all, lots of phraseology that goes around it. But, but broadly speaking, making, um, making it feel like every individual is as well represented uh, around a table, whether you're in the room or whether you're at home. And that multi-camera certainly enables some of that, um, some of that engagement. Uh, we obviously had the Logitech site products represented on our, our stand, but there was other products from Crestron, from Huddley, um, that, would, that, that offer a very similar kind of style solution. I think that's right, and I think that that speaks to the the general uh, evolution uh, approach. Where I think we I think we've all agreed now that the uh, the provision of, of UC or VC technologies in every meeting room is, is the standard that we were aiming for, if not currently quite achieved. Um, and many of the things that this year's show were about making that experience better. So we've defined that it's going to happen. It's making it better. I think, I think you're right there. The, the front row um, enablement through slightly easier technologies to deploy. Multi-camera, absolutely right. So we've got the VC scenario. We've got the room working. But let's give people a, a more equitable uh, experience or the provision of, of whiteboarding cameras now. I mean, they, they were, you know, we saw them last year. Now we're getting them, you know, they're working with Google now that they weren't perhaps before. There's more and more options in there. Logitech site, they say, it's a great example. I think that's a great solution for, uh, for a lot of people. And it's not just about, I think, just making the, the, the tech work better. It's some of these innovations enable us to perhaps use spaces we couldn't before. So, um, you know, that were perhaps problematic for VC because of the shape or the environment. Now, with some of the new cameras, the new microphone technologies, we're able to deploy this tech in spaces where perhaps VC didn't work before, um, which, again, enable, enables us to equip every room, which means that people can be more efficient, you know, all the, all the wins off the back of that. And again, all of these things giving us data. Um, and that was one of the conversations I had with a, a few people. And so we're speaking to you today from the TD Synex HQ here in Basingstoke, which we've recently refitted with uh, video conference equipment in every room, something we've not had before in our UK office. And I see as I walk around that people are booking these and they're using these rooms with the technology, which is brilliant. And that's really, really good. It's really empowering people to work remotely and support our colleagues and, and do everything we need to do as a business. But we're perhaps not using them as efficiently as we could. Um, so I do see people in 10-person meeting rooms with three of them in there. Um, and we couldn't historically manage that very well or, 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 or capture that information. And of course, now with the AI cameras in the VC products, we can look at, at people counting and say, oh, there's three people in there. 
doesn't identify who they are, but there's three people in a 10-person room. So we can start to look at that data at a very, at a very high level, broad brush uh, level, and say, actually, we're not using what we've got as efficiently, never mind planning for the next uh, next piece. And that, I think that's one of the things that I took away from those quite in-depth conversations that we always seem to be able to have at the data dashboards area was, this is what you can do, and your customers actually chatting to a, to a reseller, see, this is perhaps how they can benefit from this. Um, and everybody had a slightly different different thing, a uh, different, different takeaway from that. And it, it opened up conversations with those resellers on, on such a wide variance of, of channel opportunities. So we primarily speak to people working in the corporate space and education um, as well to a lesser degree, but lots and lots of people talking to us about signage and uh, data analysis and IoT in the retail space. That that's something that you you found as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I was I was actually surprised with the um, with the interest uh, in that in that area of our of our journey. Actually, the it probably as I said earlier, the analytics was was probably the the most um, talked about area. But 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 probably after that, it was the um, it was the retail element mm. of the journey that sort of gathered the most interest. And I, I think maybe that's because people don't. Uh, necessarily associate. I mean, meet, meeting rooms as an example. Um, I think people are aware of the importance of those meeting room environments. Obviously, there's a lot of people that the, the signage side, the retail signage specifically. There's a lot of people who are very, very aware of that area. But I think to some people, it's a new, it's a new opportunity. Um, and when you see what that tech can do now, um, how it can influence the decision, how it can aid uh, an end user, you know. A, consumer's journey in a store I mean that's that's a fantastic um, uh, fantastic area of growth for us and for our customers I think I agree it, it actually takes us out of the almost the, 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 the productized side of what we do when we start to look at that data certainly in a in a signage environment when we're understanding what group of people are being uh, captivated by that signage and how long they're staying there and then that data maybe not us but our reseller is then able to take that to their end user or the folks who are buying uh, display time from them and, and give them real info on actually it's it's this group of 20 to 40 year, year old males who are particularly interested by this signage or who stop in this part of the store that's really powerful yeah um, 100%. And, and for us as Maverick to be able to say to our resellers and, and then ultimately their customers, you know, we, we can support you with all of that, the, the technology, the hardware in the background to make that work, and within the wider TD Synex family, the people who can do that analytics. That's a very powerful message for us alongside, yeah, we're the guys to come and talk to you about hardware. Always have been. Um, but here's all the other things we could do. And I think... I think that's something that that perhaps we aren't as clever as we could be about talking about. Um, and I, I actually noticed at, at the booth last year, uh, the big sign above the booth said, I think, Maverick AV Solutions. And this year we led with TD Synex Maverick. Uh, and I think that, that's, that absolutely differentiates us. You know, Maverick is a very 
powerful business in our space. But actually, when you wrap the TD Cinex family around it, there's things that we can offer that no one else can. Uh, and, and to that, I think just focusing again back down onto, onto really where Maverick is, we're the only people who have that completely agnostic cross-platform opportunity or capability. Um, we are, you know, we're big with, with Microsoft, with Teams, with Zoom. We can support people with Cisco and, of course, Google. So that gives us a unique opportunity to support any reseller's customers who have a put their flag in a, in, in a particular uh, workplace technology, we can support all of those folks. And that's very powerful for us. And I, and I think the, um, the uh, just, just adding to that, because I completely agree, but the other thing we can do is where businesses maybe o um, operate a, a kind of mixed vendor portfolio, you know, that, that's where I think we can really excel as well. Because you know, to be able to come to us for a single solution for a multi-vendor or multi-platform environment is... Uh, is really um, is really unique, and uh, it was great to see all of that represented back at IC last week as well. And, and, and interestingly, all of that was represented throughout the show. The only area it was represented in one place was was on um, TD Cinex Maverick. Yep, yep. You alluded, uh, you, you, just, you mentioned earlier on our our journeyman, our mm. journey. So our our, our uh, a day in the life through the through the hybrid worker, um, and one of the things I I really like about that, and perhaps aside from the show, was that's the approach that we have as a business. So we empower everybody in in the Maverick business, from you know the person who picks up the phone uh, for a sales inquiry through to you know our very highly focused um, field sales team to the specialist within my team within the business. We empower all of those people to be hands-on with product, uh, to understand the product. So not, it's not just a brown box in a warehouse. It's a piece of technology that people will use and interact with so that we better equip them when they pick up that phone call to give people good guidance, good advice, uh, and make a recommendation or suggestion based on a real-life experience. And I think the um, you, you kind of alluded to earlier the the meeting room set up in our new building, the um, the technology center actually in the new in the new building here. I think is a really important part of, of what you're describing there because it gives every single person actually in, in the uh, TD Cinex organization, but certainly within Maverick, to really get hands on with that tech. And and as we know in the in this world, um, some of that um, some of that is about experience. Some of it's about understanding how it all works. So whether it's a, um, whether you've got a, a requirement for a Zoom, a, a Google, a, a Teams, a, a Cisco, we, all of that tech is available and um, a demo available within our technology center. So the guys get to use it all the time. You know, it's, um, I think that's really important when you're talking to, 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 to customers that you really understand that tech. And actually to take that as an opportunity to, just say to our any any resellers or, or even resellers with end users listening, if you want to to come and experience that technology center, use that technology center to demonstrate how the tech works, then you know very very welcome. Just reach out to, to one of the Maverick guys, and we'll we'll be happy to support you. That's a, that's a great point. This this building um, 
is, is a very much a modern smart workplace. It's not just about the meeting rooms. It's the whole building. It's the whole the whole approach here. And um, you know, our, our our marketing specialist Robin, who who isn't here with us today, uh, when the first time I showed her around, she came up with the phrase that that every room is a demo room here, and that's a really good story for us. So any meeting space in this building, any of our TDCNX colleagues will walk into that room and use uh, a meeting room for their daily business, talking to their customers who, who may not be Maverick customers, who may be buying you know, data center parts or all, sort, all sorts of um, amazing things that, that we offer throughout the family, but they're living the Maverick life. You know, this meeting room that they're sat in is a Maverick solution that they can live, they can experience, they can promote to their customers. So I think finally, you know, we're in the, the smart workplace that we for so long have been talking about to our resellers and their customers, but actually we're reaping the benefits now. And it absolutely gives us a real opportunity to bring people in and say, look, this is, this is how you, you can be. These are some of the options that are of the possible thing. Wow. Thanks, Mark. Um, I mean, we could talk about this for hours. Um, Conscious that we probably shouldn't. There's things we need to go and get on and do. Um, so, last question for you. Uh, we've talked about your your intro into Maverick. We've talked about your history with 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 the business. Quick sum up, maybe. What's your what's your vision for the next year, two years for, for Maverick? It's a great question. Um, again, you know, we we we've got a really good Maverick business. Um, you know, there's some great people. There's some fantastic vendor relationships. There's some fantastic customer relationships. Um, I think if, if I was to summarize it um, quickly, it would be about how do we just energize that 10 or 20% more so we're, we are the distributor of choice for our customers and the distributor of choice in, the, in this market for our vendors as well. And I think in many instances, we're already that, but, but actually... Um, I think that that final just piece of the jigsaw, um, which I think we get from from maybe just a slight a shift in in approach, slight shift in our proactivity, uh, in our kind of visibility and our partnerships in the market, will really help us make a make a difference. So, you know, I I, I would sit here today and say to anyone listening, you know. Watch out for, for 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 Maverick. You know, we'll be a lot more visible than we've been in the past. We'll be a lot more available to you, and certainly, you know, again, f feel free to reach out to anyone in the team um, about you know how we could how you can take full advantage of what we've got available to us here. Brilliant, thank you. So, yeah, absolutely. If you want to come and see us in Basingstoke, uh, please reach out to your Maverick contact, and we can make that happen. Um, so, I'll wrap up now. Um, thanks for listening. I hope uh, you found this interesting. Uh, I hope you took away something that uh, may be useful to you or uh, open up an opportunity for you to talk to your, uh, your customers or your colleagues um, about what Maverick can do for you. Um, we'll speak to you again soon. Uh, this is hopefully the first of a series, uh, so we look forward to speaking to you again. Thank you, Mark. Thanks very much, Jim.